All right, a little brain teaser to start the day for you. What is Benjamin Franklin, Chris Hemsworth, and that person that's working at CVS have in common? Find out on This Is Today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Tuesday, October 19th, 2021. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. Well, first of all, it is Pro-Life Day of Silent Solidarity. It is also National LGBT Center Awareness Day. For more on that, you can go to centerawarenessday.org. It is also National Pharmacy Technicians Day. Okay, well, I've got some numbers for you on this. The uh, numbers are a couple of years old because of the whole pandemic thing. So they don't have current data on this, but we'll get you the latest data as soon as I can get it here. Yeah, yeah. pharmacy technicians, they actually make about $32,000 per year, about $15 per hour. As of 2017, there were 309 fully accredited pharmacy technician programs here in the United States. Uh, from 2016 to 2026, they think that the industry is going to grow about 12%. So there's plenty of opportunity here for advancements. Now, if you want to make the most money, you want to do that in California. They pay the most for pharmacy technicians in California. Of course, you pay the most for everything else. So <laughs> I guess it's a balance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, the next step for career advancements for a uh, pharmacy technician is a pharmacist. A uh, pharmaceutical sales rep is also a career choice for those pharmacy technicians. Now, before he discovered electricity, Benjamin Franklin actually dispensed medicine as a pharmacist. And Chris Hemsworth, well, he began working at a pharmacy before he got famous for, uh, you know, whatever it is, Thor? I guess he's Thor, right? Yeah, before he got famous for Thor <laughs> and all the other things that he does. All right, it's also National Seafood Bisque Day today. This smooth, creamy, highly seasoned soup of French origin tastes amazing, especially, man, I, I, I uh, used to DJ and I would do these weddings and I worked at the Ritz-Carlton in Half Moon Bay, California. Oh my God, the lobster bisque soup was amazing. I, I never really was into the bisque thing because it was so like just creamy and I don't know. I tried this thing. Holy wow. It's amazing. Now, of course, you can also have crab meat and crab meat in your bisque soup is one of the healthiest seafoods for human consumption. Yeah, it's rich in omega-3 fatty acids. It's relatively low in mercury content and it's a great source for various vitamins such as uh, A, C, and uh, we'll go ahead and throw B in the mix there. I don't know why I did that out of order, but there you go. <laughs> okay, now I couldn't find a seafood bisque eating record. And I talk a lot about competitive eating records on the show. So I figured since I don't have a record for this one, maybe I should note that it's actually dangerous <laughs> to do these food eating competitions. Yeah, there's been several deaths and mostly by choking. So do be careful if you're attempting to take on any of these world's records. And if you just do it by yourself, if you're like at home one Friday night and you're just like, I can eat a thousand Oreos in six minutes, uh, it, nobody's there to actually track that. You're by yourself and you're eating Oreos. That's just sad. Uh, but no, uh, you got to do this in these official competitions and do, as I said, be careful with this stuff, because even in these official competitions, yes, there have been deaths. In July of 2013, a 64 year old Australian man, this guy, Bruce Holland, he died eating a pie. And that's not really how you want to go. I mean, I guess unless it's a really good pie. 
maybe. Yeah, uh, there's been plenty of these. There was another one uh, in 2017. A 20-year-old female student died as a result of a pancake eating contest. Eating pancakes. That's what got her. A 41-year-old man choked after uh, competing in an amateur taco eating competition at the Fresno Grizzlies baseball game in California. And then in October of 2012, here's the weirdest one. A 32-year-old man died while trying to eat live roaches and worms. Yeah, this was a competition. He was eating, trying to eat the most of these live roaches and worms. And uh, an autopsy revealed that he did choke to death. Now, uh, ironically on this, weeks later, Worms had a competitive eating contest on him. Yeah. No word on who won that one. All right. uh, We turn now to our events for today. We start in 1988. Yeah, the Senate passed a bill curbing ads during children's television shows. Yeah, you know, man. This bill would basically place limits on the amount of ads that would be played during children's television shows and require television stations to provide informative kids programming. Yeah, sounds great, right? Well, it passed. But then Reagan said in November, no, let's not do this. Yeah, he uh, vetoed the bill. And he said that this bill simply cannot be reconciled with the freedom of expression secured by our Constitution. So basically, uh, advertise to the kids as much as you want. And and advertisers love to target kids. Well, why? Well, they call it pester power. <laughs> yeah, you actually learn about this in, in marketing classes. Pester power. Kids influence restaurant choices, beverage choices, and even destinations for family vacations. So you really, if you get to the kids, you get to the parents thanks to that Ability to whine and cry and pester. Yeah, pester power. Well, in the 70s, the FCC had actually put several rules into place, including a minimum of 14 hours of programming uh, for children for all ages throughout the week. So basically, you'd have 14 hours where kids could actually watch something that was appropriate for them. No commercials during children's shows and hosts on children's shows could not sell anything. But then this whole thing happened and yeah, heavy lobbying was really the cause of this, and Reagan changed this. So the TV shows we got were made from toys, <laughs> like the Transformers and uh, G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe was a big one in this set because really uh, they came up with the uh, toy idea and said, okay, well, let's put on a television show so the kids want to buy the toy. That's how they did things back then. But, you know, the thing is uh, we got to know all these commercial slogans by heart. You know, like, we don't want to grow up and be a Toys R Us kid, or pardon me, do you have any Grey Poupon, or perhaps where's the beef, or I've fallen and I can't get up. All of those things just entered our culture because there were so many commercials. Well, in 1990, as the new Children's Television Act was put into place, it limited commercials and it banned creating shows around toys, you know, like G.I. Joe. Where Pokemon came from, I have no idea. But yeah, in 2020, YouTube decided to modernize the way that it handles ads to kids, and it removed the ability to monetize ads where videos are directly targeting kids. And actually what this did was it took down several channels where they were producing on a regular basis because they were making money and, you know, why not? Let's keep making videos. Well, then 
they stopped the monetization, so they stopped producing videos. So a lot of these uh, television or I'm sorry, YouTube talents just kind of stopped doing it. And then they figured out, I guess maybe they'll just have to grow up a little bit and <laughs> figure out how to attract a different audience. I don't know. But yeah, uh, there's been a lot of changes with this. And today's parents are still concerned about the amount of ads that children see. But you know, parents, as a person that grew up in the 80s with just a ton of ads and always being marketed to, I, you know, I think we're okay. Because us 80s kids, well, we can kiss a little longer, hold hands a little longer, Hold tight a little longer, especially with Big Red. And some of us dare to wear short shorts. Yeah, well, as long as we dare for short shorts. And yeah, maybe some of our relationships suffered because we absolutely positively had to be there overnight. But in those tough times, well, you know, the ones where we couldn't be all that we could be, at least we had Calgon to take us away. Okay, well, this bit is falling and I can't get up. Let's uh, talk about our birthdays for today. John Lithgow turns 76 today. He's going to be in the new Dexter. I'm so excited about that coming out next month. Uh, Vander Holyfield turns 59. John Favreau is 55. Trey Parker is 52. Chris Kattan is 51 today. And Colton Dixon is 30. That is your look at October 19th. Thanks for listening to This Is Today. We do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. If you'd like to make sure that we cover something on a future episode, well, you can do that. All you need to do is head over to thisistodaypodcast.com. You can make suggestions. You can give us feedback. You can see our other podcasts like Learning More, which comes out tomorrow. Yeah, go check that out. There's a link in the description. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.